0: Hello and welcome to Game of Moans, a podcast where we are re-watching Game of Thrones, an episode at a time, and, well, moaning about it, really. Um, Or, as the case may have been in recent weeks, not so much. I am Chris Bolton, with me, as always, our very own Mountain, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And, I mean, I've said all of that, but it was always going to be too good to last, wasn't it? (laughs) it? it was like that. The streak that they were on was always going to end at some point. Like we of course, had of to have a duffer sooner or later.
1: Yeah, and I, I've got to say, like, I when this one started, I was quite, I was quite pleased. I thought that it, the some of the, the imagery, suddenly the, the first shot you get, where some sort of the, the um the, the birds over the, the ship coming in was very was very good. That's the the scene with the Iron Bank. It was a bit pointless, but it's sort of set up. You know, it got that bit out of the way pretty quickly, and I thought, okay, this is gonna this is gonna move on or a lick. We're gonna get into something, and then yeah, yeah. didn't uh, really no. didn't really land. No, so here we go then.
0: Season four, episode six, uh, Law and Order, Westeros, basically, um, <laughs> the laws of God and men, uh, written by Brian Cogman, who generally. It Tends to be a little bit better than the Wonder Twins, as we found.
1: Um, yeah, although I think I, mean, I've, I've, I was thinking about this earlier on today. Um, I, I watched the episode yesterday, and it seems as though now they've kind of found something that sort of works. I mean, the last, pro- I mean, the, the better episodes of this season so far, certainly the last of the, maybe the last two, and then the, um, the the purple wedding. They found a format where they go right, we we jam as much as we can into the first half, and then we have a set piece to finish the episode, and. This doesn't really suit Brian Cogman, I don't think. Maybe not. Maybe not, because this definitely is unbalanced
0: uh, yeah. as an episode. Um, there are bigger problems than than the balance. Um, maybe it's not Brian Cogman's fault entirely, um, but we'll get into it as we go through. I mean, to start with, oh yeah, as you mentioned, some of the opening visuals are are nice, but just a typically
1: lackluster opening in terms of the scene, though just fucking yeah. yawn um... well yeah and we talked about this a lot the last season it's kind of like they've got a mid a mid episode scene to start it off um, and it's like I mean the the, the the imagery from the ship is very good the imagery of them sailing into Braavos and you've got this, you know, this big CGI city with the um, the statue over the harbour a bit like the Colossus of Rhodes and stuff like that nice touches but entirely fucking pointless and you want this is the set piece in this episode should be where the season is hanging Mm-hmm. It's the it's the main through line for this season, Joffrey's murder and the anterior trial. This is what you're hanging your your ten episode run on. But for whatever reason they just largely ignore that for the first half of the episode. And they start off with I mean, there's there's no build up to it. We, we get a scene, I think it's sort of the seventh or eighth scene where they said, Oh, the trial's this afternoon. Oh, is it? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll and that, that. That causes major problems when, when we get to the trial then. But I mean, I don't have issue with spending time over at Bravos or the Iron Bank. I actually think the scene inside the Iron Bank is pretty good. Yeah, I like it. It's just, why did we not open with them wandering into the Iron Bank? Well, I mean, I get it. Look, it's a money shot. This is what Bravos looks like. But it's not a terribly interesting way to open your story. You know, we—it it feels like I'm flogging a dead horse here. But we've said time and time and time again the most interesting way to open a scene is always to open in the middle. yeah. And once again, we get this massive sweeping establishing shot that we just don't need. We flat out don't need. We've already been introduced to the Iron Bank. We've been introduced to it two or three times already this season. Yes, we haven't seen it, but it's been mentioned. Yeah. All of that groundwork has been done. um, And that all pays off magnificently in, in the scene. It's just that yes. there's this horrible just... Prolonged lead into it. Um, yeah, as I say, the action I
1: mean, there's nothing signposting the fact that that's even bravos until we get into. Well, no, no we've, so... we've seen them on the ship. We see the ship going in, and then we see them in the bank.
0: Yeah, so, so we're we well just signify with it with them in the bank, and the doors yeah. opening, and both of those being bored and cheesed off, and have yeah. the doors opening, and and get into that scene. I mean, as I say, the scene itself is great. You know, the contempt that Stannis is showing for the bank. Yeah. Works really well because we've had it built up so much over the last couple of weeks. Like, this is something to be respected and feared. Yes, and Stannis just goes in there with utter contempt. It says, you know, it does a lot for his character and a lot for the drama of the scene. Mm. Um, and then of course, we find out that, that, of course, Tywin has beaten him to this anyway, so yes. he's, he's just pissing up against the wall here. But the scene is great, Davos in particular is excellent. Mm. Um, you know, we we sort of very rarely get to see. Why Davos is considered to be so good at what he does? I mean, if anything, you'd, you'd assume he was shit because he got caught. Um, well, yeah,
1: this is it. And, I mean, the, the whole thing of um, like he—that nobody really understands why. Like, you know, why Stannis is loyal to him? Nobody really understands you know, why he keeps him around. He's a smuggler who got caught and lost some fingers. He mm-hmm. released Gendry. He, you know, he basically fucked up all the plans for the last you know, for the last season, but he's still there. And this is the first time we really get to see him going right. This is what I fucking do, bitches. This is yeah. why I'm in this show. This is why I'm here. And I believe in it. No, I, and you, you believe as, as a viewer, you believe that he believes in, in the cause. Absolutely. He's
0: fantastic in this scene. And, you know, when you then actually start to question it, it's like, yes, he's a smuggler. Yes, he got caught, but he only got his fingers cut off. Hmm. He's not dead. And now you see why. And now you see why he was considered to be a good smuggler at that, because he can absolutely charm the birds from the trees when he needs to he talks a fantastic show here
1: yeah
0: um and you know very rare do we we get to hear him properly speak out like this unless it's against the red lady but here he pins his colors to the mask and he's very convincing um and and you know when when you think back historically and that's probably the reason why he's still alive and is just missing fingers because he's able to talk a good show
1: yeah
0: that's what he brings to the table
1: From memory, though, and also we'll come, we'll we'll go through this as as we progress. In his run in the show, I don't remember him acting in this way again. Like he's always passionate. Nope. He's always he's always somebody's moral compass, but he I don't recall him ever going to bat for anybody.
0: No, I mean, I might, he doesn't. I might, I, do I might
1: be wrong on that, but I don't think he does. No, um, and but and it, that's it's, what it's, sorry. Go on. That's what make no. That's what really endears him to me is the fact that he you know he, he's very he's very quietly spoken he doesn't go against the grain he's not there to kick shit up he's no he's not a Joffrey he's not a Tyrion he's not a, he's not a Jamie. he is there he will do what he thinks is right he will say the right thing at the right time because he believes it and it doesn't matter he's not playing it he's not playing any politics he's not playing any games he get, doesn't give two fuck about who's actually on the throne he, he has a cause he believes in it but ultimately whether it's Stanton or whether he which whichever horse he's backing that's it's because he believes in it, not just because he's hitched his wagon to the one he thinks is going to win. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, and as you say, we, we very rarely get to get to see this out of him if we ever see it again, um, yeah. which is why I think perhaps it feels so weighty and, and important from him. Um, but it's certainly something I enjoyed a great deal. I wish we did see it more because it does add a lot to his character, I think. Um, yes. But yeah, so he gives his speech, and then our tit quota is filled. Um, yes. Random tits. For no reason whatsoever. Um, yeah. Other than that, the scene is quite good. Again, it's it's actually quite charming. You know, two smugglers doing what smugglers do. Yeah. Um. The whole thing's
1: got a real kind of roguish feel to it. Um. It's very nice. I liked it a yeah. lot. Um, and, and we had um. I think there's only one or two scenes um with these two at the beginning of season three, um. Where basically where basically we find out that um. uh oh, son died. Um. And he you know he was basically washed up ashore and you know, he's he's been retinal, he was rescued and all the rest of it. So we, we get this relationship between the two those established a while back and then nothing since. And, yeah, he just randomly turns up in a brothel or a bathhouse or whatever it is, chucks some money down and says, right, get your coat, we're going. Um, and it's there are, very, there are very few characters that get away with that uh, in this show. Are bathhouses and
0: brothels the same thing in this universe, though? I mean, I, I get that I one is I a place know. where you go to be clean and one's a place where you go to be really dirty. dirty hey. But... I mean, these are pretty much... like You don't wash yourself, do you? It's it's pretty much established in these bathhouses. Like Someone's always got their fucking tits out. So, pretty sure they're just brothels
1: that happen to have baths in them. Yeah. Quite possibly. I I don't know is the answer. I've I've never frequented a Westerosi or an SRC bathhouse. I don't think I've ever
0: frequented a bathhouse. I I, I mean, are there still such things as bathhouses? I don't know.
1: I have no idea. Outside of Probably showing our uh, naivety and... uh, lack of worldliness here i mean i have a bath but the you know i, I don't have get one. I don't surrounded fucking by naked in it. women
0: when i go in my bath so maybe i'm doing something wrong maybe um, i don't know o- outside of bath i can't think of another bath house no idea and even maybe, that one like i don't think that's actually in use is it you can just go and like see it and stuff
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's like a historical monument or some shit
0: yeah um anyway um <laughs> yeah, already back 10 minutes in um Okay, so that was all good, apart from the opening. I think that's pretty much where the good ends in this episode,
1: though. Um, I don't know. I mean, the next scene, there were elements I liked. Um, the voiceover from um, Yara was a bit fucking annoying when she was reading um, the I letter. Mean, I've, I've, I've literally, I've written it down here, like,
0: what is the fucking purpose of the cross-cutting from Yara's voiceover Two to Ramsey. Like, what what are we trying to incinerate that Ramsey has fucked
1: them? Is that what we're trying to do here? Well, I think that's pretty fucking obvious anyway. I don't think well, we need this yeah. you know, heavy-handed fucking you know, battering with it. And it, yeah, it's just it's the the scene I mean, with needed, the Ironborn. No, completely unnecessary. As are most of the scenes that involve nudity in this show. Um, but yeah, the, the cross-cutting of Ramsey getting fucked for no reason whatsoever, um, and with you know, with Yara giving you know, a reading his his letter that we've you know, we've already had before. We've had this um, played out already. So it's setting you know, up. It's it sets up that something is going on. But, completely fucking point. Again, we've been better off going to them under the cover of night. They're, so they're, they're sailing in. Or they're, no, they're rowing their way in. They, they're going in undercover. They're going to rescue you. And we don't need any fucking words in this point totally whatsoever.
0: Agree. I've actually written it here.
1: We should just come straight in at the raid. Yeah, um, they, totally agree. First thing we see is on top of that wall, and you don't even need the bit on the boat, on top of that wall, the hook yep. comes up. Yeah, Guy, guy yeah, goes to exactly the rescue, gets, a, start, gets an axe in the head. That's start, how you start the scene. Start in the middle of the scene. That's exactly
0: what you do. You're dead right. Uh, but instead, we get this. I mean, Yara's speech is fine, but it's completely stepped on by cross-cutting to Ramsey. And I can only think that this is a director trying to be clever, um, or possibly yeah, a
1: writer trying to writer, be clever. Yeah. One of the two. But it isn't clever. It's just pointless and clumsy. It, it is. And again, we we've talked about this before. I mean, very early on, we talked about. this. We haven't sort of brought this up for a while, but. It's as though whether it's a writer or a director, they don't give the audience enough credit. They don't think the audience is smart enough to get what's going on,
0: yeah. and
1: it's it's either very clumsy and and a very poor choice, or it's really fucking disrespectful. Yeah, because exactly. they don't. I mean, whether whether no, I I don't believe they do think the audience is stupid. Um, then again, I don't know, but. I just can't see why anybody would think that's the best idea. That's the way to do this when you know, the whole premise, you know, the whole premise of visual media show, don't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Know, it's, it's no, it's, it's right. It's right in one one Yeah. It's, 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 for this whatever basics. reason, this isn't it.
0: Yeah. And, and it's like, they've gone backwards. It, it's incredibly annoying. And then, I mean, I, I've, I've talked about this before, but this scene in general, like for, for fuck's sake, like really what the hell is up with this reek bullshit? Like yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. Like they spring him from jail,
1: yeah. and he doesn't want to go. And and the thing is, like I, I get it. I get the whole Stockholming thing and stuff like that, but we've not seen any of it. It's because no, it's all happened problem. off screen. Yeah, I and get we, what they're
0: going for. Yeah, but it has been so it no. doesn't. It it really doesn't make sense. You know. Theon is still in there to us as an audience at this point, I think, because we haven't really seen the retransformation yet. No, I mean, this, all this we have, really... but it's just happened instantly.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is probably the first instance we've actually had of him believing that side of it. Now, that, no, that he, you know, he's that uh, Ramsay still had to trick him the no, same as when he sprung him from from prison in the first place and all that. No, that. It's a trick that Yara's not really there, she's not really there to rescue all this sort of stuff. I get that, but I don't give a fuck, because I saw Theon a couple of weeks ago, well, it was a couple of weeks ago to us, but no. We saw, we've we seen Theon relatively recently, well, within the last seven episodes. So this yeah. transformation has happened. You know, there's, there's a passage of time has happened that we haven't seen. Yeah. And yet again, with the show, we don't know whether it's two minutes, two days, two hours, or two years. It just doesn't work and makes no, no sense and it
0: infuriates the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, however, Ramsey is fucking fantastic in this scene. His delivery... And uh, this is turning into a lovely evening. It's yeah. absolutely wonderful. Like they're doing a lot to build him as a credible threat here.
1: That um, bit, I, that I really enjoyed, and the, the whole fight sequence where again you know, he's there, you know, shirtless, covered in blood, and you know the, the, he's getting stuck in, and everybody's getting stabbed. And all, I, that was really good. But then the, the follow-up to that was, oh, it's very noble. You're trying to rescue your brother, but how fast can you run? I said, oh, for fuck's sake, we've yeah. no, we've had the dogs all the way through the scene. They've been barking. They've been cut back and forth all the time. All we need to do is see the key. Again, don't put a stupid fucking line in.
0: So, so there's that. But more importantly, um, Yara, like I said, they've done a lot to establish Ramsey as a credible threat, which they didn't do uh, a couple of weeks ago with, with the Knights Watch and John. So I appreciate yeah. all of that. Uh, and he really is coming into his own as a villain. He, he's excellent. But what really annoys me here is there's also been a great deal of work put in in the last couple of seasons to build Yara up as like a real leader and a good fighter and somebody yes. that's not to be fucked with. She's leading an assault on Ramsay's uh, keep, essentially, to rescue her brother. She's given them all the, the big guns about we're going to go in and we're not coming back without him and all of this. And then they're scared off by a couple of fucking dogs. Yeah. They literally turn tail and run. No, I'm like...
1: not being funny as well. Like, no, she, they have Theon, Reek, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Um, I, saw, I saw an interview with the showrunners. actually. And they actually call him Theon slash Reek, which made me want to punch them in the fucking faces. Fuck off. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but they have him. So, if nothing else, drag the cunt out of there kicking and screaming.
0: I mean, she wanted, in her big fucking rousing speech, she wanted Ramsay dead for everything that he's done. Yeah. That was the thing. It wasn't just we're going to get Theon. It's we're yeah, going to kill Ramsay because he's made a fool of us and kidnapped yeah, and my our brother and, and
1: flayed, flayed yeah. our countrymen and all this sort of stuff.
0: So, surely,
1: she would stay there and fight to the death. Surely. Now, you'd say that, but, and I'll let you in on a little secret, which you may not be aware of, she's a girl. Oh, she can't, she can't possibly do anything win, Actually successfully in this she? show She can't win because there's big burly men around And she didn't get her tits out did she Yeah exactly Fuck that's what it is
0: That's what fucked it for her um, And I mean you know we jest But you're dead right This this totally devalues her as a character Yeah. Um, she's worthless now at this point She can't do anything She's yeah, literally she... turned around She She now has the opposite of agency She yeah. has absolutely no value whatsoever she's
1: just gone oh yeah dogs fuck it i'm off well yeah i mean as of now she has zero value as a warrior because she lost she has zero value as a sister because she fucked off and left him there and her partner is you know, my, my brother is dead you know she has she had she now has so much to do just to get her about herself back to zero in this yeah. story
0: terrible it's terrible terrible it's one of the i'd forgotten to be honest, that it happened.
1: I thought Um, it happened later. I thought it happened in the next season. I don't think it happened this early.
0: I I remember them going to save Theon and Theon not wanted to come. I don't remember her turning tail and running away. I thought they'd been defeated. That is probably me trying to think more of Yara than is given to us here because, you know, she will bounce back from this. I do like Yara a great deal, but this is horrendous. And this is, I think personally, one of the worst missteps they've had thus far. It's, Awful for a character to just turn around and run away like this. Yeah. Um just fucking awful. It, it, it the whole scene is pointless because yeah. she just turned around, she she accomplished nothing, and nor did ramsey Well,
1: like, it's not true. She did get some of her countrymen killed, so again, a useless leader. Yeah. Uh but well, the thing he, I don't get right. If you look at that that thing, the the way it's set up as a fight, they're they're cornered as soon as they get in there. There's one way in, one way out, and they're they've got their backs to the wall, fine. They fight their way through it, so that actually they've got the upper hand. They, are, they now have Ramsay's men cornered, and they're yeah. about even in numbers. So why don't you press your advantage and p- push them back well, into this the wall and I'm take the fight to them? Like he's let a couple of dogs out. But he like, hasn't even done that at this point. No, but, but even when he does, like, yeah,
0: he's let a couple of dogs out, but you've got the upper hand, you've got more numbers, and you've got fucking weapons. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the dogs are nasty, but you've got swords. Yeah, you've got swords
1: like, and shields and armour.
0: Yeah, sword. a like fucking dog jumps at you, you stick your sword out, and it pales itself. Yeah, but once I, it's in midair, it's
1: going to fucking change course, is it?
0: No, I, I just I don't understand. I don't understand.
1: It's an awful, awful scene. Well, um, th- yeah, think you Yeah, right. I think it, it, it's 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 bad because of the way it, the way it pans out, but it's also bad in terms of what it does for that character. And you yes. know, it, it, it sets that it sets her entire story arc back about two years, back yeah. to where she's getting fingered by her brother on on the back of an horse. Because, as you rightly pointed
0: out, she is a woman. Um, the following scene, though, the bath scene, that's very well done. Um, if we had had more of this earlier in the season,
1: yes. perhaps I'd buy Reek more. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's the risk and reward thing, isn't it? You know, the whole yes. thing, of you know, it's you, know, you beat a dog into submission. Well, that's what he's done, but we've not seen him do that. We saw him stab him, cut his finger off, cut his cock off, and then he's loyal. Whereas this, like you say,
0: it's whole its tension and release, essentially, yeah. is what this is, and that sells the character much more. Um, yes. Really good scene for both of them. Uh, I yeah. just wish we had more of it earlier, and then maybe, just maybe, I might actually care about Reek. Yeah. Uh, probably not. That is a stretch, because he That's is ultimately Theon. You know? Well,
1: yeah. So, as I say he was—he was a cunt
0: before he started. So uh... he's just gone from cunt to useless cunt, doesn't he? Or yeah. well, from useless cunt to even more useless cunt, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's—it's it's good anyway. Um, unlike the fucking dragon scene, which is completely lacking in
1: any suspense oh, whatsoever. So. I've, I've, the one thing I, I will say though, I mean, I—I I watched this scene. I—I I, I was on sat yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening, watching it, and I was going—you're you know, just waiting for it to come and and. Because of especially the way they ha- they handled Ghost in the last couple of weeks, I was yeah. expecting a big fucking jump.
0: Yeah, which would expect- have been
1: great. I was expecting the kids on the edge, and all of a sudden, the fucking dragon shoots up past him, or something like that. Again, tension release, tension release. Mm-hmm. Nah, fuck it. You see, you hear the thing coming a mile off before it gets there, and you know it's going to come because he's sat on the edge of a cliff throwing fucking rocks at at something. So you get that. The first time I watched this, as I've said before, I, I sort of half watched it while I was doing other things um, when I did it first time around. I assumed the kid had been fried. Yeah. Which again would have been fucking better, to be honest, because the kid was annoying anyway. Um but yeah, this this whole thing of you no, know, we get the uh, get the, the goats or the sheep, whatever they are being are being killed. And then this peasant farmer is allowed to walk into the Queen's chamber where but she we has get the
0: peasant problem scene, don't we? Yeah. Which we haven't had for a good while now. Yeah. But we, we haven't we had that, peasant but, problems again.
1: But again, this is a, a woman who has been the subject of assassination attempts. They let Joe fucking farmer walk in with a big sack of something which okay turns out to be bones but it could have been a fucking bomb yeah and i mean (laughs) here's here's the bit that
0: really grates me not not from that perspective this is more from again from a technical perspective here Hmm. the look the dragon is fucking expensive okay we know that ghost is expensive the dragon's expensive so if you're going to fucking whip your big dragon cock out for an episode you need to make it count Okay, if you're going to show us that dragon scene, we need the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Do you know what I mean? We need to see those goats getting antsy. We need the suspense to build. Yeah, we need to see the fucking shadow going over the blades of grass, and we need to see the individual blades of grass move. We need to know it's coming and fear for the fucking little girl's life instead of it just jumping up and smacking us in the face. Yeah. You don't do any of that, so you've completely wasted all the money. But it would actually be better. That scene is so bad. It would be better had we just come in on the charred remains being thrown onto the floor. Yeah. And the peasant saying, "You're dragging it, my goat, bitch." Yeah, that's it. I mean, I would paraphrase, but <laughs> that's more or less it. But, it
1: I mean, but you, 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 that
0: would actually be better. That would yeah. be more effective than what we got, and a damn sight cheaper.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, Idiots. Budget-wise, I don't think they care at this point. I mean, you're talking ten million dollars an episode, and. They think, well, we've got we've got that much money. It doesn't no, we can put the dragon in just to remind people it's there, to be honest. And it gives us an in to Daenerys which we don't actually need, but it just reminds reminds people she's got dragons because it's not gonna be mentioned in the next scene and the next scene and the next scene. Um but so we had that and then we get this thing whereby she she sat on a she sat on a, a throne and people are in and out and she's she's having an audience and there's like two hundred and fifty people or some fucking thing queuing up to see her. Okay. So first off, get an appointment book. No, just just that just saying. No, Those little deal. ticket systems like they used yeah. to have at daily counters in supermarkets. You yeah. And at, and at some point you, at some point you close for the day. You yeah. Know, and you say, well, okay, the ones I didn't see today, sorry, but you now you should have made an appointment. But you you have that. So then this bloke comes in with his dead fucking goat's bones or whatever. And she says, Oh, you'll be compensated threefold because she wants to be seen as benevolent. She's buying their affection. Yeah. If she was actually ruling, she'd say, Right, well, I'm sorry. I I, I pre- I'm sorry for your loss. However, they're dragons. What the fuck do you want me to do about it? Show some sort of initiative other than, I'll compensate you threefold. Because every fucker in there, and, and, their, and their granny now will be going out, slaughtering their goat, setting fire to the cunts, and your dragon did that. I want... That yeah. goat is worth 30 coins. I want 90 coins. Yeah, like where's Everybody, the dragon control department here? Yeah, like... where, where, where's your standards of practices? So yeah. you get that. So she fucking... No, she straight away, yeah, yeah, we'll pay you for that. And then the next guy comes in and... Automatically pisses her off. No, th- this is the noble, whatever his name was. I can't even fucking pronounce it. I can't remember what it was to pronounce it. And she's meet- her back is me up. He can address me himself. Well, no, that's not how people work. That's not how- people of nobility and people of status don't do that. You don't do that. You are introduced by fucking whatever her name is, McFlurry or Ms. whatever. Sandra. It that's McFlurry. What- <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because there's a there's a meme came out um, in season eight where um, Grey Worms calling her name a lot and it's she's replaced Miss Annie's replaced with a Sunday. So that's why that's why I thought of that. Um I'll if I can find it I'll I'll um I'll post it. Um so this guy comes in and she immediately takes it takes the ump with him because you know he's a nobleman so he must be bad. And again, because of the way the way that Daenerys is framed in this show, they they are they set out to frame her as this some fucking hero. Um I know it's the way she's pitched from day one, just you know, done very badly because of all the stuff that is there. Um so immediately she's got the ump, so you're 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 automatically predisposed to dislike this guy. But what he says is right. You know, she said, Well, he said he comes in and said, Well, you crucified my father. My father was actively against what they did. He was trying to stop them from doing it. You didn't care, you just fucking tied them all with the same brush and butchered them all. And again, this um, we come back to the time and time again to this question of is she is she a queen, is she a ruler, or is she yeah. a conqueror? And I what think- she's done is she's just gone, I, I'll I'll go in with force I'll exert yeah. myself, and the people will love me because I'm only doing it to the to the people who are making their lives miserable. I'm not fair about it. I'll just no. guess, screw everybody.
0: And I think actually, to the credit or to Brian Cogman's credit, I guess they do actually try and address that here. I, I feel like the power in the scene is very much swayed towards the nobleman, um, in that yes, you know, Daenerys is on the throne, but he gut punches her straight away, um, as you say, when it's. You know, she's sitting all high and mighty and looking down on him because they were slavers and what have you. Um, but he, he gives her the gut punch straight away. Well, my father can't address you because you killed him. And then he follows it up straight away with, well, actually, he was against everything and would have stood with you. But you killed him yeah, and you nailed him to a a cross. Yeah, it's a gut punch. And, and initially she's cornered and doesn't know how to respond. Like she, Her initial response is still tyrannical. Yeah, it's, it's still like well, it's his you. own fault. Yeah, yeah, um, and and he kind of talks her around begrudgingly. It's it's good. I think there's good character work done there. there um, there's
1: there's some. I think the problem I had with it is because it came on the back of her just completely capitulating to you know, the uh, the the dead goat. It just it's it's like well she doesn't know she doesn't have any sense of scale. Or proportion. It's like no. No, she's just going to capitulate to everything because everyone's got a sob story, or everyone's got a reason why something is something is bad, and it's her fault. And yes, of so, no, the does with the, the, the issue with the, uh, the nobleman's father, who would, you know would may well have stood with her because because of what the guy said, she stood for and all the rest. We'll never know. But again, she just capitulates very quickly and goes, "Oh yeah, okay, I see your point." And she doesn't really she doesn't really fight her corner at all. No. And I think that that's my big problem is that. I agree with what no, the response was right that yes okay I may have jumped the gun yes you can take your father down and bury him it's going to again it's going to set a precedent and you'll just have people starting to take their you know, take their loved ones down to bury them or whatever but I can see no, I, I can see your point but she doesn't even try to defend herself she doesn't try to argue she did not it's just well he was a slaver well no he wasn't really he was trying to sort he was trying to sort things out all right then and that's it I think it yeah i
0: I think you're right she doesn't try and defend herself but i see it more as she knows this is indefensible at this point this this is her having to say even though she won't say it because she's a ruler now yes i was wrong and this this feels like the only time thus far that this has been addressed in the show of like actually yeah she's fucking wrong like she (laughs) she's a tyrant um I and, and I think this is one of the few occasions where it does actually get spelled out for us. I mean, we've the information is there and we've pulled it out time and time again, but it's it's front and centre here, like this yeah, guy I, is telling us. She is a
1: fucking tyrant. This is and I think this is the first time it's actually called as well, and it's the first time she's been challenged because I mean yeah. in the first season she was she was effectively a slave and a whore um to um Aquaman. And then she she pulled that around so she you know she was his queen, but she you know she wasn't really challenged at that point until he wasn't there and once, once Ackerman wasn't there to uh, to protect her she needed somebody else to protect her she couldn't fight for herself and then we move into the second season where um they went to fucking wherever it was with the uh, the sorcerers was it Yonkai they went with this? um and again she people well, people just took advantage of her basically because she you no, know, she doesn't she hasn't got the experience, she hasn't got the um the sense or the nose to sort of know what what's going on around her. Season three then she starts getting a bit fucking ambitious. But again, she starts quote unquote liberating these places and leaving them all in ruins. But again, pretty pressing. No, she she goes in and no, she goes in and says, No, these people are oppressive, they're all the rest of it. But she goes in as a fucking schoolyard bully and says, My dick is bigger than yours, my stick is bigger than yours, I'm gonna fucking hit you with it because I've got dragons and you haven't. Um, and so this is the first time where really she's been, sort of, no, without physically trying to do something to overpower her or to disarm her. It's, look, you're, you're the queen, and that's fine, I'm a loyal subject, but you're fucked up, bitch. And it's the first time anybody's actually been able in a position to say that. And do that without there being a threat to her. Because that's every time we have had a challenge to her so far, there's been a threat so that she overcomes it. and You forget the fact that she she's kind of complicit in her own downfall in a lot of cases. So this yeah. is really the first time with, with this, um, this novel. It's this the first time somebody gets the opportunity to say, look, I get what you're trying to do. Again, fantastic. Thumbs up. Great. Good job, et cetera. But you did it wrong and yeah. people are suffering because you did it wrong. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think was... that's
0: exactly what they're going for, and I think it works really well. Um, yeah, and I, and I
1: think they also—I mean,
0: when, when you look at it, they also kind of give you the juxtaposition of her reaction to the, to the goat uh, herder as well, where again she is fucked up. Her dragon has killed his flock, Um, but you know, because he's he's a a lowly goat herder, and she's a, the great white savior. Yeah, he's easily bought, whereas yes. this guy is is absolutely not. It's like, no, you. You fucking killed my father barbarically.
1: Yeah, I, I don't care. I, I, you can't buy me off. I don't want your money. I'm not here for money. I just want his body so I can bury it properly. I want to pay my respects. Yeah, and and that's just impossible to argue against
0: without being a, like the biggest cunt ever. Essentially, well, yeah, that's, it. that's that's also, it. He has it backed into a corner, and she has to say, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe I was a bit wrong." Yeah. Um. So I I like it. I I liked that a lot. Um. Just because it feels like they are actually addressing the fact that she's a fucking tyrant.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, as I, I, I have issues with it, but I think you know, it's by by and large, it's you no, know, it's not the worst thing about this episode. Um, oh God, no! Um, um, and I mean, I think is it the next scene where we have the small council meeting?
0: It is, which is because uh, there's a
1: nice there's a nice juxtaposition to it because again, we have the similar problem where the hound has killed however yeah. many soldiers it was. Said so fuck the king and all the rest of that. That king, he was dressing by the way, is now dead, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but i mean he can still fuck him well well his uncle probably would have um i think maybe the house would as well he doesn't strike me as somebody that's choosy no i don't think he discriminates too uh, too far um but yeah so again so tywin is addressing the same problem well how how much would it cost to get some merchant not some sellswords to go and sort him out 10 gold oh well make it 100 make it worth their while there's a difference he effectively does the same thing but it's done there's a confidence behind it whereas Daenerys is always pitched as being, oh, she's the reluctant leader. She's you no, know, she does. She's finding her feet. She's one of the people, and she she has to really elevate herself. Tywin has none of that. She says, "Well, fuck it. I'm, this is what I'm going to do. If you don't like it, fuck off." Um, so that was a there was a, a nice juxtaposition, I thought, between the two scenes, which had very similar um, elements to them. Um, yeah, I mean, but, there's but, also with Tywin, there's there's the thing of, as you say, it is not
0: only is it confident, it is also calculated, and, yes. and Danny constantly seems. Like she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing and well, just...
1: there, again there's there's a nice bit, bit of mirroring as well because Danny doesn't know what the fuck she's doing, but she's surrounded by people who give her good advice. She's got Jorah, she's got Barristan even to the point where she's got Miss Andy and she's got Grey Worm. she has people who are advising her and um Dario, what's his face? Dario Harris. She has people around her who can counsel her. Tywin doesn't. Tywin is the counsel because no other fucker knows what he's up to. I mean and to the point this, where I think this it's... time now he's got bump, fucking um what's his name? Tyrell, the bumbling fucking idiot. Yeah. To and make and up I mean numbers I think, because he wants his money.
0: And I think it's that this in this scene as well in this episode where he actually points out that she's got Barrison Selby with her and actually that's that a, should never bad. have been allowed to happen. Yeah, that, that's be a here. bad thing
1: for them. Yeah,
0: because yes. he respects him greatly. And ultimately as well, like yes, they they're discussing what is essentially murder, hmm. um, but it's not
1: genocide, and that's no. the difference. You know, that, that's right. And I think that I mean the difference, as I say, you no. Know, Tywin has put himself in a position where, yes, he has a council around him because he had, you know, it's all proper, it's all about board. But the council has made up of fucking sycophants. Um, Oberyn is there, um, and he's he's there as a you know, it's it's a nominal thing. He doesn't he's he doesn't really have enough power in this seat again. He by is, the way, as your just... well, I'm on the council. Shouldn't I be master of something? And he's That's like, great. and I'd straight away, um, uh, so Tyrell, I'm the master of this. Lord, Lord Tywin said this already. And Oberyn couldn't give two fucks. He doesn't want to be master of yeah. anything apart from his dick. Yeah. Um, he's just fucking he, around. He's, he's having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, I mean, this is him throughout the show but certainly in this episode, whenever we see him, he is just there for a fucking good time. He knows what's going on. He knows why he's there. And yeah. he's just going, well, you know what? Fuck, I might as well make the best. For him. I'm, I'm, I'm on this wall council because Tywin needs something from me. I'm on this fucking panel or this jury or wherever we are because Tywin wants me there. He's expecting me to do something. So you know what? fuck it, I might as well just have some fun. And when we get to the trial later on, the only question you see him ask is just, again, it's just there for his amusement.
0: Yeah, he's just there to fuck around. Completely,
1: completely. Um, Yeah, he's great. Um, He's not so great
0: in the next scene with, well, it's not that he's not so great, but the scene with him and Varys which follows is yeah, god-awful. Varys' speech is just, oh, it
1: makes me want to puke it so badly. Yeah, I mean, it's annoying because we had a couple of scenes in earlier seasons with... Varys and Littlefinger in the throne room. Yeah, Varys with other people in the throne room, and they're generally very good. They're good they're... normally, yeah. Especially when he's talking about
0: his motivations and his yeah. past and his desires, Varys is very good with that. And they've done great things with showing us that, rather than yeah. having him orate it to us as well. But for whatever reason here, they just piss all that away. I mean, you well, get the line about um, the absence of desire leaves one free to pursue other things, yes. and then it pulls
1: focus to the throne. And he fucking nods at it. Like, what the living I'm, fuck I'm is that? I'm not being that? funny. Why is there not a bastard neon sign on it? Flashing and saying, says, this I is it. Th- yeah. yeah. I, w- I should sit here. Yeah. But, it's I a, mean, that's also... A, the...
0: not, not only is it horrendous in how it's handled, and not only does it look like a fucking my first movie fucking thing, but he's, he's just said that he has an absence of desire So he can pursue other things, but then surely the pull focus narratively suggests that he desires the throne.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's uh, actually contradicted
0: yourself between what you're telling us and what you're showing us, and maybe his actions
1: for the last. Yeah, but even in his actions for the last three and a half seasons, and his actions for the next four and a half seasons or whatever, that 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 never comes into play. There is, I mean, I'm pretty sure. There's never a move.
0: No, I'm pretty sure. I actually remember him. Flat out saying he doesn't want it because he doesn't like power. Yeah. Because of what it does to people, I'm sure
1: I can remember him having that discussion. Yeah, that no, that that's ringing a bell with me as well. But the, his whole thing is that you no, know, he's he's loyal to the crown, he's neutral, but that doesn't mean he fucking wants it. That doesn't mean he, want, he he's coveting it. This and I think this I think this is a, a misstep. I don't think this ever comes up again from memory. No
0: it is terrible it's absolutely awful and it is by far the worst thing in the episode that the speech is bad the yes. pull focus is just i laughed at the pull focus and yeah. not a good laugh um
1: no, I, I mean the dialogue was shit as well so no where um makes says makes a comment about i i'm, I'm assuming before you were neutered you like boys no well oh I, I i i mean no offense i just i i, I just assumed oh you'd be right to well, hang on. What you just said? No. So why would he be right to? It's it, it did none of horrible. it makes any fucking sense. And then, as you say, the, this this whole illusion—the fact that he's you know he covets the crown. His his desire is the crown, or his pursuit is, is the, the throne. Where the fuck does that come from? and where the fuck does that go?
0: It's it's horrible. The whole scene's horrible, and I wish it didn't exist. Yeah, um,
1: it, but it, it does. feels like filler. It feels yeah. like in um, you get it in Macbeth. You get it in quite a lot of Shakespeare stuff where he puts the you no know, there. It's a scene change. Yeah, that's it. No, yeah, you you get the um, the, no, the two the two uh, knights or stable hands or wherever they are having a bit of a chat about what's going on because we just need something to move us from A to B. It, we, we just need to push the in flat into
0: position behind them so we can yeah. change the scene here. So these two are going to walk to the front of the stage I'll and have a bit of a discussion. Yeah. 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 So your attention's over, like normally stage right or stage left, whichever yeah. way the flat's are coming in from. Um, your attention's over there. And they'll do a scene change around in the background. They, you're right. That's what it feels like. Unfortunately,
1: it's neither funny nor entertaining. It's no, that's just right. bad. Um, well, well, I'll say you, you, you either want funny, entertaining or alluding to something that's coming. Yeah. And it, I mean, yeah, it's, it's none of those. If if you wanted to do that, you could have just given us Oberyn
0: and, and anyone and hmm. you just let them shoot the shit. Give us Oberyn and Bronn if you want to do it. Why can't you yeah. go outside and run no, into Bronn? No, funny. Where the fuck is Bronn in this episode? Uh, Nowhere to be seen. But yeah, you should. You're right. I hadn't thought about it. He should be in the end of the episode, shouldn't he?
1: Yeah,
0: but he then, should be there some fucking way. But then that would go against the fucking the whole. Let's pile as much shit as we can onto Tyrion until he cracks. Because if Bronn's there,
1: he's got an ally, I suppose. Um, yeah, but then, but no, Bronn. As much as Bronn is an ally in in life, and he's you know he's been been by his side, he's been through shit with him. Bron isn't stupid enough to go against fucking Tywin and everybody else anyway, so he's not going to speak out. But no. I would have fucking expected him to be there, especially when you've got trying Trant saying, no, you threaten him, that Tyrion's threatened to have him killed. By that man over there. Again, yeah. add a bit of fucking drama, add a bit of tension to it. Oof, drama, what's that? There's fucking none of that. <laughs> you <laughs> you all that all tension. The fucking credits there's, you get in the show.
0: There's none of that. In the, I mean, let's, let's get on to it because, I mean, it's next and... Well, all it's of rest, my notes for the next
1: half hour of the episode, isn't it Yeah,
0: all of my notes from here on out are, are about how fucking bad it is. Um so look, just in general, you hit the nail, smack on the head there. The trial itself is just completely lacking in drama. It's so pedestrian hmm. and so one sided, and it just takes so fucking long. Like there you is no They feel the need s- to have an intermission. No, that's yeah, how fucking bad it is. Like like, look, if you're going to do that, right, if you're going to shoot for 12 angry men, hmm. then you need to weave a very intricate web and you need to draw us in to every single one of the jurors. And you need to draw us into the witnesses and we need to understand everybody's political machinations and why they're there. Yeah. And you've done the hard work for that already. OK, so there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do that. But the problem is that everybody wants the same fucking thing. Everybody already has decided that Tyrion is guilty. We know this. Well, have yeah, given is, us this information already. Yeah, so there is no drama.
1: You know, that, that's it. And I mean, the whole thing. I mean, you look at any courtroom drama, and given mm-hmm. the scale of this, given how much work has been done to set this up, you could, no, you could, it would have been a boring as fuck episode if it had gone this way and just been longer. But you could have had an entire episode based on based on the trial where you build the drama. You get these little you know, empiric victories for Tyrion. Yeah, that's what and it, it needs. You, you build him up, you knock him down. You build him up, you knock him down. You build him up to a point where you think, actually, yeah, he's got this because he's just fucking slammed it out of the park. But no, because the, the fucking jury's rigged. And you, you, you whip it off, You whip the legs out from under him. That's how you build this. You don't just go, oh, yeah, well, all these people fucking hate me because of, you know, I've done stuff and it's being now being used against me out of context. Well, fan-fucking-tastic. Good for you, mate. Can we do something else down on board? What? Because what? they don't what? even get him fucking speaking. So at least when he's no. speaking, he's entertaining.
0: That's the thing, what they have here with the witnesses and stuff as well, for what they have, and I've actually written in my notes they could literally do it in a couple of minutes and it would be better and tighter for it. What it needs is witness A, witness B, witness C, witness D, just one after the other going, he's a cunt. He did this, he did that, he did it. Just quick successive cuts between each of them saying, this is why he's guilty. Yeah. And then a reaction shot of Tyrion, it's hopeless. He knows it's hopeless. And then you've covered all your ground. Then you can go to the intermission and the scene with Jamie and Tywin, and then they can come back out to And You've done everything you need to do. You've accomplished what has otherwise taken best part of 15 fucking minutes and bored me to tears. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. And look, I'm I would happily sit through an entire episode of Peter Dinklage being on trial. God knows he's good enough, Yeah. apart from at, at the end of this episode, which we'll get to when we oh, get fuck, there. Yeah. <laughs> but God knows he's good enough to carry an entire courtroom episode, but he needs the material, and it's just not here. As you say, they, they completely misunderstand how to handle courtroom drama, which yeah. would be fine if it was short, but they seem to want to go for it. They seem to want
1: to make fucking Law and Order or LA Law or something here. Well, this um, is it. it's, 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 it's because they found this formula the last couple of weeks, which seems to have worked for them. And you know, I mean, if you look at the way um, it played out, week on week, they were getting better ratings than the last. I don't think that's because of the way episodes were particularly made. It's just the show was gaining more and more traction. I, I kind of appreciate that. Um, but yeah, they, I think they kind of went, well, this is this is a better way for us. So this is kind of the way we want to do it. And it's like they stumbled on something, and went, "No, oh yeah, that works. That's gold. Great. We'll fucking stick with that." And I don't. Again, I, th- I think it kind of dies off after this season. I don't think that they, they go with this of the half and half formula uh, yeah. much after this. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's almost like, "Well, this is what we, this is what we're using now. This is what we're doing for this season. So kind of go with it." And whether whether Brian Cogman's argued with it, argued with it about it or not, or whether he's kind of, "Well, I can do a better job this way," or he's he's actually gone, "Oh yeah, I see that." Yeah, this is no this is the best way to make this episode. It may work for other episodes. It doesn't work for this one because the pacing of most of this episode is too slow to handle it.
0: Yeah. You can't I mean, I you think can't
1: it, have a big set piece where fuck all happens. That, that that's the key. Like it can work, I think. You
0: you know, you can have a half hour in the courtroom or whatever. Yeah, but it needs to be interesting. But it needs to be interesting and we need the drama, and let's say we need to cross cut between those testimonies and it needs to be pacier. And, and there's just none of it. Like what what the fuck, for instance, is up with the empty shot of Cersei's chair? Like yeah. what what's that doing? No idea. Like what what the fuck is that about? Like useless. It it, it really feels like at several points in this episode, you've got I, and I didn't look who directed it, I should have. It feels like you've got, it feels like you've got a first time director going, look what I can do. Look at me, man.
1: I'm on a telly. quite a few episodes. Yeah, Um,
0: it's just, but that's what it feels like. It's like, look, I've got a camera in my hands. This may be the only time I get to play with this. So fucking hell, here's everything. Here's my pole focus, and here's a symbolic shot of an empty chair, and here's,
1: just, no, you don't need it. Just slow down. Don't fucking blow your load all in one go. Well, this and also this guy, the, the, the director. He's done some shit. Now he's fucking, you know, worked on Soprano. He's, uh directed, directed episodes of *Sopranos*, of uh, *Black Sails*, *House of Cards*. Did uh, did stuff on *The Witcher*. Now, he's he's done some shit. He you know, he should, in theory, know what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, at least half of the shows you
0: mentioned are very poorly directed. To be fair, but um, no, well, but the good ones are
1: exceptionally good. Well, so, I was so... going to say now the. This this for what he's done and the scale of the stuff he's done he sh- he should it shouldn't come as a surprise to him as what he's supposed to be doing. But as okay. you said, this looks like fucking um, film one hundred and one. It's it's terrible. The, this whole scene is terrible.
0: Um, so yeah, we get we get this agonizing what feels like fucking thirty minutes, but it's probably only about 10, ten to twelve. Um, and then we get to the interval. Um, and thank God for Jamie and and Tywin <laughs> injecting yeah. some life into this. This I mean, great scene between them. You know, Jamie comparing Tyrion's actions to his own. Um yeah. it's good. It's good for his character. You know, he's he's searching for kind of honour and justice here. Um which which is, you know, again, moral compass. Whatever you think of him, he's he's an honourable man.
1: Well yeah, that's, that's
0: a... and, and moreover, you know, he he's got this sacrifice then where yeah, he's he willing to leave the King's Garden, and fall on his sword, which two, three episodes ago he defiantly would not do. With yeah. Tywin it feels nice and weighty and important because of that previous discussion. That is a good scene.
1: Yeah, very good. And and again, uh, we get the flip side of it where um, no, he's he he goes in, he's ready to plead. No, I'll if, just spare his life and I'll do this. And Tywin, well, yeah, I was gonna do that anyway. You prick. Yeah, you know, I was gonna let him do. I was gonna let him. No, I was gonna let him uh, offer guilty plea, go and join. No, gonna piss off the wall for the rest of his life. I was no, that was gonna happen anyway. But he's just let Jamie paint himself into a corner, where he's kind of gone right, okay do this for me. And I will do this for you. I will do what you want me to do. Um, right. And it, no, I, I mean, you, you I'm, I'm assuming it's intentional. Again, we get this sort of, you know, the, the cut back to Tywin drinking his wine with this little fucking smug you know, look on his face, which may just be Charles Dance being Tywin. Um, but he's won. He got exactly what he wanted. Jamie's going back to Castle Rock to, you know, to f- further the, uh, the Lance, the name and the line because you know, the cousins can't do it because they're all fucking inbred hicks and whatever else. So Jamie will go back and keep the line going. Tyrion will be out of his hair. He'll, he won't be his problem anymore. He'll be off and fucking you know, dying you know, dying up north or whatever else. He gets everything he wants.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's, again, beautifully executed. And the, um, Charles Dance and Nicola caster do a great job of it. Yeah. And it, it really did pick up because at this point, as I say, we've had 10, 12, 15 minutes of boring-ass courtroom shit. And faced with them, some sort of verdict and all the rest of it, they haven't really built to it. So at least this, this breaks up that no, breaks up that tedium a little bit. And then we come back in, and obviously, they, and they, they call Shay, and holy fuck balls! Now, okay, right. First of all, I will say
0: at this point, Peter Dinklage gives just an amazing performance when Shay gets called. Like yes. you can feel Tyrion's heartbreak. Yes. his performance is superb. And again, the things that that some of the cast in the show can do just with looks are wonderful. So I love that. That is the only thing I love about this whole situation. Because what the holy fuck are they thinking? It makes no sense what even after the way they parted, even after all of that. I'm sorry this does not ring true in any sense, for Shay's character? No, this is absolute nonsense. Just and it, and it's showboating is all it is. Like, ha! You didn't see that come in? No, well, that, because it, it makes no fucking
1: sense, you fucking morons. That's why we didn't see it come in. You are yeah.
0: a bunch of clown
1: shoes. Well, us. this is it, and I mean ev- everything else we've had thus far. Every testimony we've had. Yes, it's all been out of context, but it's all been true. It's all been using his own words, using his own actions against him. This was just like, well, we'll just you know, turn around and fuck him in the ass, and it does. Yeah. You're right; it makes no sense whatsoever. I and mean, and again, nobody knew where she went. She ran off. So how the fuck did they track her down?
0: These are these are the yeah. things that they need in order for this to work. If we'd have seen Cersei have a discussion with her, or like when, somebody that no, or they found, yeah. her, or if we understood the stakes, if we understood what it had cost. Or what it may cost if she doesn't do it. I mean, we can guess because we know what Cersei's like and we know what the Lannisters are mm. like, and we've got the previous stories with Tyrion and the whore. We can we can guess, but we need that information, and especially when it's a character that we've spent as much time with as we have with Shay, yeah. and it's a relationship that's been built as poorly as theirs has, yes. even to the point where when she left, as I and I remember talking about it at the time, like she left on her own terms. Yeah. She she slapped Bron before she left. She went on her own terms. Yeah, she's not a fucking scorned woman. She is no one's puppet. Yeah. And this makes no sense. What, I mean, I get why they've done it, but it needed a hell of
1: a lot more than this to have worked yeah. for them to and, pull yeah. this off. And we, we talked earlier on, stuff needs to be earned. And this just yeah. hasn't. I mean, we haven't seen or heard anything in weeks about Shay. As far as we're nobody's looking for her. The last we heard is a bronze saying, look, she's on the ship. Nobody's going to fucking find her. She's gone. Yeah. So okay. You, you expect her to pop up at some point, but there needs to, again, as you said, there needs to be something, some sort of action to bring that about. Because this I mean, looks like she's come back of her own accord just to spite him. Just to
0: spite and, and Which, again, isn't after, her character. No, even after everything that went on, as I say, she left of her own accord, and even if she'd gone away and stewed on it, I don't buy that she would come back just to sign his death warrant like this their relationship hasn't been that at all and wasn't that when she left she was hurt yes would she kill him no absolutely not this is absolute nonsense it is one of the worst story decisions made in the entire show Um, they for me they have flushed an entire character arc down the toilet right here in front of our eyes and for what they already had everything they needed to sell Tyrion or go into the world. It was done. Yeah. Like this trial was done. This is not needed whatsoever, other than, ha ha, got you.
1: Fuck off. Just fuck off. Treat us with more respect than that, please. Yeah. But, and again, like, the, whole, the whole thing of her saying, oh, well, him and Sansa planned it. Obviously, she, you know, obviously, she's been coached to say that. That's what she said, you know, because that's the story they want to paint it. You no, know, Tyrion and Sansa planned it. That it was the. Grab um, the poison jewel from her necklace, all the rest of it, fine. But yeah, it's just kind of, they didn't need this because all this does, he then, this is supposed to break him. He's like, oh, I want to confess. Oh, I it go-
0: fucking breaks him, all right.
1: Yeah, but for it's just complete, it's completely boss hackwoods. It's bollocks.
0: It's actually it nonsense. I, they just, I, you're right, I feel like they had probably written themselves into a corner, knew they wanted him to explode and didn't know how to make him do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now this may be from the book and there may be a similar situation there. I don't know. But
1: even but... so, that's no excuse. You know, if it's in the book, fucking shame on you, George R. R. Martin, because it's lazy. If it's not in the book and you fucking come up with this, more we'll fucking fool you for going down this route. Whoever not... came up with it, it's still bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not in keeping with and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that there are things you look up with your characters, and if you can't get your characters to do what you want them to do, it's because it's out of character. Yeah. It doesn't fit with the, with the work you've done or that's been done thus far. And I know that when you've got a writer's room and you've got a dozen or, dozen or so writers, it is difficult to have consistency down to cadence and things like that. But your character decisions, your character is your character. And this is just completely fucking off. And also for Tyrion, because Tyrion explodes, Tyrion breaks and explodes.
0: And gives and the g- worst
1: per- worst
0: performance in the entire show to date. Nominate I'm for, sorry. A fucking, nominate it's,
1: for a fucking Emmy on the
0: back of this episode. I, he out. is fucking dreadful again. Yeah. What, like, what, what an absolute wank! What but, a complete over. Like this pitching for the stalls. Oh, this is and, pitching
1: for fucking outer space. Yeah, this is pitching for the fucking moon. Yeah. Like he I is mean, ridiculous. Yeah, and again, you as an actor, you kind of go with what's written and the way it's directed. But again, you know he knows that character well enough to know that's not fucking how he works. Yeah. Whatever yeah. his breaking point is, and don't get me wrong, I think Shay would probably be his breaking point. But at she this absolutely. point, Shay, Shay's already gone. He's already lost Shay. This is—he's not losing her now. He already fucking did.
0: But but here's how you play this scene for both characters, and it's this fucking easy, and you still get to have Shay. Instead of her coming in and being entirely complicit in all of this, you lead her in in chains under duress, yeah. and you have Tyrion confess to make her stop. Yes. Because it's hurting
1: her mm. It's that easy Yeah And e- even if you don't have the sense to do that Which well, let's be honest you, know, you bring her in And you tie her up in fucking knots You talk circles around her yes. Until she implicates him by accident Yeah, you can That's do how that you do it well. yeah. You don't make her a spiteful vindictive bitch
0: and you don't have Tyrion flip his lid the way he does, because that also
1: is not who he is. No, absolutely Smarter not. Smarter than that. He is. And he, uh, even when uh, we've seen the chips down before, like we've seen him facing literally facing death. Mm. And that's not who he is. He doesn't panic. He doesn't lose his shit. He doesn't lash out because he's better than that. Now had they been turning the
0: thumbscrews on Shay and threatening her with imprisonment and stuff like that, and and showing that to Tyrion and she's in chains and she's been treated as a whore, which is something she was always very keen to point out that she was of her own accord and it's not something to be ashamed of. If he could see her being broken like that, you could give him the same speech, but it wouldn't be as over-the-top and angry. It would be more internalised, I think, and just... Self loathing, if anything, that he's put her in this position. And that's the character that Tyrion is. Yeah. But they, and it's that fucking, it's so easy. And look, that comes down to two things. Either it needs to be there in the script, so you don't leave that interpretation to the director, which it clearly wasn't. Mm. And if it's not in the script, as a director, how do you not read it and go, okay, this is how I want you to play this scene? Because that's what's missing. Nobody's gone over to either of them and gone, okay, this is how we need to play this scene out. And I get the impression they just don't fucking know what they're supposed to do. Because Peter Dinklage exploding is just like, that is some Nick Cage level bullshit yeah. that he gives at the end of this episode. And not in an entertaining, crazy Nick Cage kind of way. No. In a, like, fucking hell, he really has lost the plot
1: kind of way. And, um, and, and we we see him in a similar situation in a couple of year, a couple of seasons time, where again he's in front of a court, and you no, know, and, and there's regicide involved. And I'm not going to say any more than that because if people are playing along, they may not know what's going on. But we and we see a very different Tyrion, whereby he doesn't lose his shit, he doesn't break, he's calm. No, even though he's no, his head his head is literally on a block. He's calm, he's collected, he's rational. He is Tyrion, whereas here he's fucking he's Rob Stark. It's it's it. This whole end is fucking mental. Absolutely.
0: It's mental, and and the Emmy nomination. To be fair, I guess you can. He, he does enough when he first sees her. Honestly, that performance is fantastic. It's just that he absolutely flushes it down the toilet at the end here. And like I said, I don't know. I haven't read the screenplay to know whether it's there or not. But it's either very poorly interpreted by a director, or it's very poorly written. It's one of the two. Um, now. Maybe both, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, it's quite likely both because, to be fair, in TV, directors don't really have that much power. Um, no,
1: they're jobbers. It's the writer's room that has the, the power and the, 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 um, the showrunners. Yeah, the, so... The, I the mean, director's been, a blunt instrument.
0: And it's something as basic as you add a sentence in that puts her in shackles and let the director just change her... Deli- like, all of that delivery needs to come from a place of sadness with her rather than yeah. anger and it's, Sad, it's sadness such and fear. an easy fix
1: yeah. such an easy easy fix yeah and, and they, they try to pull it away but um he says oh shay stop or shay don't and she turns and says what i'm a whore remember and again her delivery is fucking awful but again so they're trying to justify her having a complete character transplant yeah, yeah, and again, and he, and he, 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 she was always a whore, and as I said, she, she was a whore by choice. It was her, it was, you know, it was a decision, and it was something that she was proud. Of. No, she wasn't, she wasn't ashamed of, but that was never the way she was treated. No. You know, in, in, initially, you know, initially she was bought and paid for, and that, you know, and she was taken from Sir What's His Face, who you know, called you know, called Brom, whatever. But um, no, that that's all fine, but they had an actual relationship. She wasn't his whore no. for the whole time. No. And, uh, yeah it's just gone completely against Fucking type this
0: scene Awful. You can even keep that exchange that you just mentioned If it's just delivered differently You even yeah. have You just have Tyrion in tears begging her Because it's causing him pain to see her in pain You have yeah. him begging Shay, Please stop And then you have her look down in utter shame yes. And say I'm sorry I'm a whore remember As in like I don't know how to do anything else Like yeah. my back's up against the wall here I'm selling to the highest bidder and she's ashamed of it. And that works and that's heartbreaking and that's why it works. But this is just shit. It's, it's shit. It's the most annoyed I've been thus far, I think. And I've been pretty fucking annoyed at points,
1: but this is, I mean, this
0: is just bollocks. This is real. This is one of those moments where you start to think, yeah, they're flushing my time down the toilet here.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we, we've talked in, in previous seasons about um, how far off base they, they are and how how badly wrong things have, have been interpreted. This season has has, no, has been, a, we, we've, we've said it the last couple of weeks, there's been a definite upswing this season of how how characters have been handled, how, how the work's been done. And this is kind of like they've gone back to the middle of season two. It's exactly how it feels. That's say exactly how it feels. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, we this is what we're trying to aim for, but we still want that shock and awe. We still want, you, know, you didn't see that coming. No, it, yeah. it's it's just chopping off Ned's head. It's the red wedding. It's shock and awe with you know, forsaken character.
0: They've undone all of the good that they've done in the last four or five weeks. Yeah, in definitely in ten minutes. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's it's unforgivably awful. Um, I hate it. I hate them for it, and I hate it more than anything in the show thus
1: far. I think thus far. Fucking, yeah. So there, there there are bigger things to come, as we know, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and the the way they finish it off as well. So Tyrion has his little rant I'd have poisoned all of you and all this fucking bullshit, which is just really annoying. But then he, he goes oh, no, and he, he doubles down on something he did in season one. I demand a trial by combat, yeah. and it's it's good. And there's a it's, it doesn't redeem the episode, but it's good because you, know, you get this fucking snarling look in his face. Tywin looks far no massively overconfident, and you get this little fucking shot of Jamie where he's like, "What seriously? What the fuck are you doing?" Because I can't fight for you, and it, now again, all credit to Nicola Nikolai walter The look on his face says, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, and, and he kind of gets it. And it, based on though, the power play we've had between Jamie and, and Tyrion, whereby you know, I'll do this if you do that, and all. That. Based on that, and what we had in the last couple of weeks, where um, Bron was, uh, Bron sort of told him that when he was at the Eerie, Tyrion asked for him. Now, he was gonna. He wanted Tyrion wanted him to be his champion. Jamie can't do that without going against the family, so it sets up more conflict for Jamie, and that, in the, you know, without being said, is a is a way. It's a nice implication just with this one shot. It's a real. It's again, it's a nice moment for Jamie where he has to choose, mm. and it's set up really well. And then again, I think I, I mean I haven't watched next week's yet, um, but I, obviously it doesn't go that way. He doesn't. He, um, Jamie doesn't um, doesn't act as a champion, but yeah, it's one of those where you think, okay, there's there's a bit of conflict there, and I think that and the political mach- machinations of that. And just the sort the, the rationale behind that would probably have come from the book. It's that, that sort of double dealing type of thought that we get from George R. R. Martin. But I thought that didn't it didn't redeem anything, but it was just a nice touch whereby we have this stupid fucking ending whereby you know you've got a, a three inch high man saying he wants to trial by combat. And just that shot of Jamie, which is it seems well, I can for me I, I'm assuming the motivation. I don't know, if that's if I was if I was writing this, that's why I would put that shot there. But I can't I, I can't say that's why they've done it because I'm not I don't have the confidence in them. I think you, you give them a lot
0: of credit, um, but you may be right. Um the only thing I thought when it, it cut from I demand a trial by combat to Jamie was it just needed the East theme. Yes. And and we're done. <laughs> like it's that is the, the whole last half an hour of this episode is like a fucking bad soap opera. Yes. It's it's awful. Right down to the smell of the fart acting. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking appalling how bad this episode is appalling like it, I, I can count the amount of redeeming things on one hand there is as i say Tyrion's initial look when shay comes in um davis at the iron bank and the bit with danny uh oh and and um the building of um of ramsay um that's hmm. about it yeah no, and none right. of those are exceptional they just good They're, they stand out in a poor episode <laughs> i mean poor is is an understatement this is one of the worst if not the worst it yeah, might be um, the
1: worst i, I don't know if it's i don't know if it's the worst just because there are bigger character missteps that have happened before and there'll be bigger that come later um and there's the end of season five which made me throw things at the tv um which we'll come True. on to but um yeah i mean it's certainly the worst we've had for a while i mean it's, it's the worst of the series definitely um yeah, it's for me as as an episode overall. There were some nice touches, as you, as you said, but it was just a fucking boring episode. And it was just for what it was, and the the, the way it's been built, and the way you know, the way they've come in the last couple of weeks. This trial should have been the fucking marquee event of the season. This yeah. should have been. You had you know you had the the, um, the purple wedding at the start. You build up to episodes eight or nine. As we have done in previous ones, and you're constantly building on that momentum of we've killed Joffrey, we've done this, we've done this, we've done this. And, um, and in the meantime, we've also we've built up the White Walkers and the Credible Threat Beyond the Wall. We've built up John, we built up the watch, all this sort of stuff's been done. That's been done really well, and you're really ramping up the tension. And then this week you've made fucking Allie Mobile. Yeah. But without the short skirts.
0: And the dancing baby.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, well, what what fucking show am I watching now? Because I'm not this isn't what I've been watching for the last five weeks. This isn't the season, no, this isn't the season I've I've had. This is what I had three years ago. And I'm just waiting for to chop Ned's head off because, yeah, fucking shock and awe. Yeah,
0: it's, I I just, I fucking detest
1: this episode. It's, it's, it's it's a huge backward step in so many respects. I mean, certainly with the character, every character who's been on display, with the exception of possibly Davos and uh, the scene with Danny, which we disagree on slightly, nobody else has really progressed anywhere. No, no characters evolved at all. They've, if anything, they've devolved. Oh, uh, easily. Yeah, so, easily. Yeah. A-
0: everyone's taken a giant fucking step backwards.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's disappointing. So we, we've been saying, and as you said at the start, no, it could only last so long. They were going to be, you know, after a couple of good episodes, there was going to be a shit one. I just wasn't expecting it to come so soon. Um, or but or yeah. for it
0: to be quite this fucking shit.
1: Well, yeah, if, have, I mean, you can have a shit episode where you have a problem which follows, which carries through the episode. But this had so many different fucking problems Yeah. that you just kind of go, well, hang on, did anybody read this? Did anybody understand this? Did anybody vet this before it was made? Or did they kind of go, well, yeah, we've got the script. It's fine. Yeah, great. Carry on. And then did nobody go, right, there's our footage. There's the edit. There's the final edit after the feedback we got from HBO. All these fucking stage gates we've had. Nobody's gone, what the fucking hell have you done, you fucking idiots? Nobody, there are no checks and balances. Nobody's challenged anybody and gone, why have you done that? Why have you done that? Why have you done that? It's just in the can, and that's it. Done. On to the next one. And it's my it's my big problem when you have productions this big that they're obviously they're on a on a timescale, they're on a budget, and it's just churn them out and go on to the next one, churn them out, and go on to the next one, because you lose so much of the quality and the quality control in the production process. Yeah, and it's f- I mean, it's really frustrating because I mean that we've we've talked about this before. So we, we 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 made a very low, almost zero budget film. And things like that are an issue. But when you have no money, it's quite you kind of do what you can to get through it. When you've got a hundred million dollars a fucking it, a season and more if you need it, there's no excuse for dropping the ball like this.
0: Yeah. I mean you you kind of feel that
1: yeah, because it's a hundred million dollars or whatever,
0: and because it's this big thing, like everybody's just going, Ah, fuck it, be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll look good. It's fine. We've got the ratings behind us at this point, just do whatever. And it does feel like like there must be fucking thousands of pairs of eyes on every one of these episodes oh, before, God, yeah. before they actually reach us, and nobody went. This is shit. Yeah, you've
1: like, got what? you've got a you've got a writer's room. You've got a writer, a writer's room, a, pr- a production team, a director, a cast, an editor, uh, a, a pair of executive producers, of oh, more than two executive producers, showrunners, and a network. You've got nine different fucking stages, if not more. Of people say, What have you done? What's that? What are you doing that for? Why have you done that? That doesn't make sense. You've done this, that doesn't follow. You need to do X, Y, and Z. Nobody is, at this point, nobody is challenging anybody. Or if they are, they're doing a really fucking poor job of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think there is that as well. And I think
0: by this point, certainly in the initial run, and I don't think there's been any. Massive blowback on it since people are calling this the best show ever. By this point in the run, you know, and like I yeah. said, Emmy nomination for this episode. So clearly, it went over well. Clearly, it's us. We're the assholes here. Oh, um, because but, you, you've met us. You know, that's always the case, anyway. Yeah, but it, like I, I just, I don't understand how anybody can think this is anything other than fucking atrocious. Yeah, to I be mean, honest,
1: I, I remember being on the set with um, one of the um, one of the guys we had. And we we're talking about Lord of the Rings. I mean, we, when did we shoot Double Top? Was it 2010, 2011? Uh, 2010, well, yeah, yeah. And oh, I 2011. Fuck my, yeah. about it was my 30th birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we yeah we ran from the end of 2010 into 2011, didn't we? Um, and I remember having a conversation with somebody about Lord of the Rings, and I have massive problems with Lord of the Rings. the The books fucking annoy me because, again, story arcs just kind of wave in and out. The production itself, the production of those three films, was fucking immense, and you've got to give um, you've got to give credit for that. Peter Jackson did an incredible job; he pulled together an incredible production. However, a, an incredible production is no excuse for sloppy fucking storytelling. And, Agreed. And that was that was an argument, a discussion we had over a couple of beers um, about these three films. And my um, my my argument is very similar to Kevin Smith, is that fuck all happens apart from the trees walk. Yeah, um, but. It, it the production is, is big and it's impressive and credit has to go for that but it doesn't mean that just because it's massive you have to like the story you can't find the fault in it this is kind of the same it's like at this point it's almost too big to fail they couldn't afford you, know, you can't afford to have people going hang on this is shit you can't have fan backlash so you just kind of ignore it and then by the time you get to season 8 where the fans are going this isn't the fucking show I've been watching this isn't what I've been promised you are now just pissing on the last 7 years of my life Yeah. by that point it was too late because the checks and balances aren't here and the reason I bring up Peter Jackson is the same with that. And the, the reason that the fucking Lord of the Rings films are 12, it's, it's 12 hours of fucking film, is because he didn't have a producer saying, hang on, you don't need that bit, you don't need that bit, you don't need that bit, scale it all back. And the same here, nobody's doing that. Nobody's saying, you don't need that, that's inefficient, that, that goes against what you're trying to do, that impacts on this story in a way you haven't thought of. Nobody is doing that.
0: See also the collected post-original trilogy works of one George Lucas. That's how this shit happens yes people should be challenged oh, writers especially should be challenged a script should be perfect before it goes anywhere near a camera yeah and you shouldn't be phoning it in especially for uh, four seasons in you i don't know understand. what you doing yeah i don't understand how anybody read this and got to this
1: end and went oh yeah that makes sense cool let's do but, that but okay it's it's the people you've got looking at it because this show is all it's always been about shock and all so that's yeah. what this is this is we set him up, and the big fucking sh- shocking ending is the imp is asking for a trial by combat. None of the character shit we've just seen over the last hour, none of the pissing away all the work we've done with that character over the last three years, none of that doesn't matter. There's a fucking fight coming.
0: Yeah, and it's it also...
1: And I mean, it, as as you said
0: um, a little while ago, and we were talking about it, we've also seen this play out. Tyrion's done trial by combat before, so yeah.
1: get on with it. Yawn. Well, this is you it. Know it. I mean, we've like, become, let's let's do something symbols. else. Similarly, it's tribal combat, and, it's, and the way, you know. His, you get the close-up of him, and the slightly wider shot of uh, of Tywin. You know, these fuckers aren't getting in a the ring; they ain't doing yeah. the fighting. No. So, what is the fucking point? Yeah, uh, it's, it's fucking. I detest everything about this episode. I Detest was, it. I was encouraged. I liked that first shot. I thought it was it was a nice shot. It, was, it wasn't particularly interesting. It didn't do anything, but I liked the shot, and I thought they were going to build from it. I liked the first see the first real scene in the bank. And then after that, it kind of slowly petered away until you got Shay turning up, at which point it dived off a fucking cliff.
0: Yeah, I mean, it—it it literally the show jumped the shark for me there. Yeah. Um, That—that's the first real point where I've gone, nah, fuck off, just fuck off. Um, and I, and there will be many more points like yeah. that to come.
1: The, um, yeah, there's some big ones coming.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I literally while I was watching this, and I was just like, no, just fuck right off. And it, it's a shame because I've so enjoyed this season thus far. Yeah. Um but this is just appalling um, I'd like to say I hope next week's is
1: better but from memory I don't believe it is um, I don't know, I, don't, I remember bits of this season, I can't remember huge swathes of it, I'm um, just looking at it now, I mean it's written by the Wonder Twins again and the same director so I'm not holding out a huge, uh, huge amount of hope I mean let's see when we get there I guess yeah, let's see when we get there um but yeah i mean as always um we've talked a lot about why we think this episode's a bag of shite if people listening disagree with us um come back and let us know again we'd rather have a conversation than you just tell us we're dickheads and we're wrong but if that's what you want to do so be it that's what the internet is for um but yeah get in touch um we'd love to know what people think with that and if if we've missed something if we you know if we we've 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 not stuck the landing and we've we've missed the point again let us know come back and tell us um, can, you know we we're, can we're always big voice, to... we can take it yeah, and no, not only that. I mean, no, if we're a bit like science, we we observe, and if if, if you can show something contrary, we the we know we might change our position. It's fucking unlikely, but no, that's kind of the way it works. And if you if you point something out that we've missed, great. Um, but yeah, get in touch. Um, usual channels you can get in touch via our website ddpodcast.net, uh, where you get our previous episodes and our other shows as well. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at ddpodcastnet uh, on Facebook with Double Dumb Podcast Network. Um, but yeah, get in touch. Let us know what you think. Uh, but until next time.
0: Game over.